Hi everyone, I'm Greg Lampert. It's November 18th and this is Jackson Walker Fast Takes. As we move toward a new presidential administration in 2021, I asked Jackson Walker immigration attorney Sang Shen to come back onto the show and discuss what types of changes he sees on the horizon. Sang, welcome back to the show. Greg, it's always a pleasure to be here with you. So, Sang, we've had you on a couple of times before to discuss the significant tightening of the immigration policy over the past four years of the uh, Trump administration. Before we look into the future, would you give just a quick recap on what the current status of immigration policy is in the U.S. today? Yeah, well, you know, and, and that's a good way to put it, Greg, because the past four years for immigration purposes has been quite you know, challenging for many of our clients, uh, the, the employers and the businesses that are trying to sponsor individuals and, and foreign nationals, it's been very, very difficult. And just looking back from one of the first executive orders that President Trump put in was his immigration executive order banning individuals from certain countries. Uh, you know, they, they dubbed it the Muslim ban, whether you want to call it that or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was one of the things that he came out with first. And then the biggest one from the context of employers was what we call Baja or Buy American, Hire American, where President Trump said uh, that they will make every effort to ensure that immigration policy is curbed and ensuring that American jobs are preserved. And so behind that back text, there has just been a tremendous amount of scrutiny applied to various cases and matters that we file with immigration services on a daily basis. And some of the, the more recent things, of course, as you know, due to COVID, is we've had a slew of executive orders coming from President Trump that has denied access to certain individuals from countries such as the UK, Ireland, most of the Schengen countries in Europe, uh, Brazil, China. Of course, that was due to, to COVID-related reasons, yeah. but, but one of the bigger ones that came through recently was the execu- two executive orders, one to ban individuals applying for a green card from abroad and also banning new H-1B and L-1 visas, two commonly used visas for foreign nationals. He banned those temporarily until uh, December 31st of 2020 so that it can allow for uh, U.S. workers to apply for jobs and, and slow down the, the, the immigration-related jobs that are coming in. A lot of these things have kind of happened. And I just would like to add one more thing, Greg. The, the, the more recent catch-up thing since our last call is that there have been more regulations that have been placed out. Now, th- these are not legal changes, but regulatory changes by the, the administration. Um, and what they've done is they've raised wages from the Department of Labor So the H-1B and the green card process, they require there to be a certain prevailing wage to be met. The administration has raised those levels to make the salaries very, very high. They changed the definition of what a quote-unquote specialty occupation is and are really limiting limiting individuals from working at customer sites. And the administration wants to get rid of the H-1B lottery system as it is now and instead reserve uh, spots under the H-1B lottery for individuals with higher salaries. So Overall, just a a crazy amount of scrutiny applied on immigration. So we still have about 60 days before we roll into the next administration. Do you see any changes coming from the Trump administration in this lame duck session? No, you know, I I really don't. I I really don't see there being any bit of of change to immigration than than what it already is. Um, It's already kind of at its heightened point. Just to throw some statistics at you, you know, the the denial for 
H-1Bs, you know, they've, they've risen from 6% back in 2015 to 29% now. And, and, you know, all of the regulations and, and all that have been already put in place. So I don't really see there being any changes in immigration at this point. All right. Well, with the Biden administration starting at noon on January 20th, what changes do you think we'll see, say, within the first 100 days? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. I think that that's one of the big things that immigration practitioners, employers who sponsor foreign nationals are looking forward to. There's already been already been kind of some sort of inclination that the Biden administration is going to do a lot within the first 100 days, especially where it comes to the repealing of certain executive orders, right? So um, that 2017 executive order banning individuals from certain countries um, that that may pose some sort of threat, like I said, dubbed the Muslim ban. I'm pretty sure that the Biden administration is going to repeal that. Uh, the ban against the H-1B and the and the L-1. You know, there there was a an executive order against DACA, and DACA is you know is this this deferred action of childhood arrival. So those individuals that had parents that brought them here at a very young age and all they know is the US. Right. You know, I think that there was a executive order that President Trump put in against them. I know that that will likely be repealed. And then of course, these regulations that are in place right now that are raising wage levels and all that. I think by the Biden administration will take a look at that and repeal a lot of those. What what he won't do, I don't think immediately is going to repeal any of the COVID related restrictions for individuals that have been physically present abroad in a, a country that has high levels of COVID-related cases. So we have a lot to look forward to, in my opinion, in the first 100 days. Now, these are things that he can do without having anything go through Congress. Now, it looks like the high probability is that um, although they'll have the House, um, the Senate may still be run by the other party. So is there anything as far as getting laws passed and changed given that he probably won't have a Senate? Let's see how good um, our president-elect is, right? And that that's exactly right. Immigration law has not changed in almost you know 30 to 40 years. And it's because we always have this imbalance of the laws not getting passed. And so President-elect Biden can do a lot of repealing and changing and instituting his own executive orders, just like President Trump has, uh, to change a lot of the policies. But the laws have not changed. They remain exactly the same. So what's hopeful is that our president-elect can can negotiate with and work with the Senate, especially as it looks like politically they're going to have a majority in the Senate, uh, to get some meaningful immigration laws passed, you know, within the next four years. And and, and that's what we're hoping for, because then we can have something that we, we can all meet to in the middle and that all individuals in the U.S. would be proud of. One additional thing for immigration prospects under the Biden administration is that I do think that the president-elect is going to do more about um, ensuring that there are options for entrepreneurs in the future. One area in the last four years that has continually grown are entrepreneurs who are creating jobs and building their businesses in the United States. There haven't been visas available for individuals that are creating their business, like startup, foreign entrepreneurs. And I think that the Biden administration will probably do a little bit more to make some of those visas accessible and at least advocate for them. Well, Sang Shen, I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us once again. All right, Greg, I really appreciate it. Once again, thanks to Sang Shen for joining me. For more information and additional JW Fast Takes podcast and webinars, visit jw.com forward slash fast. The music is by Eve Searles. You can follow Jackson Walker on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. 
This podcast is made available by Jackson Walker for informational purposes only, does not constitute legal advice, and is not a substitute for legal advice from a qualified counsel. Your use of this podcast does not create an attorney-client relationship between you and Jackson Walker. The facts and results of each case will vary, and no particular result can be guaranteed. Thanks for listening.